GIFs or a nativity scene in a snow globe, yeah, then you're going to get, I assume, burned at the stake. Santa Claus is coming to town to beat the shit out of you. I mean, this movie does include a scene where St. Nicholas, the person that Santa Claus is supposedly based on, does beat up a guy. <laughs> so guys, what do we do on this podcast? <laughs> oh, sorry. We should give our mission statement. This is a podcast where we watch a bad movie, and then we talk about it. And because it's the holiday season... We, uh, did Kirk Cameron teach you nothing? It's uh, the Christmas season. Okay. Mm-hmm. We picked Saving Christmas. Or I did. 2014's to, to, film. To say I knew what we'd be watching before it started playing would be a lie. <laughs> Actually, no. The first, thing, the first reason I knew we were watching Saving Christmas was because the screen came up on Dance TV, and we saw that it was a... A full and plump 79 minutes long. <laughs> and we, we're overjoyed. It's a Christmas miracle. Less than an hour and a half. Little did we know that fully, at least a third so of that 79 bounty. minutes. What have we done to deserve this treasure? Oh, nothing. But that's God's grace. That's just the mystery of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, fully a third or more of the movie is filler. There are yeah. two or three. It's all filler, no killer. <laughs> this movie. There are two or three introductory prologues there, there's well, at least two epilogues yeah there's stuff that happens and then there's production company logo and then there's stuff that happens and then another production company logo you get and to then see more stuff like happens. four different versions of the what is this like magic christian church what well, lutheran university which one is it it's, it's surely the only film that boasts both Samuel Goldwyn Productions and Liberty University as I guess Involved in the production and distribution in some way, you know. Yeah. So the movie begins. I would say that Samuel Goldwyn, uh, a Jewish man who was dedicated to a certain sort of middle to highbrow, kind of your classic quality film, say what you will about how stodgy that might be, but he produced a number of movies that are genuinely wonderful. I don't know that he would have been so into distributing a $500,000 budget infomercial for rationalizing the non-religious elements of Christmas as actually being far more religious than every, everything else. That if you, this is the mission statement of this movie is, if you have an issue with, let's say, you don't have an issue with Christianity, you're already Christian. The movie takes it for granted. If you're watching this movie, you're Christian. I which, mean, to be fair, is probably yeah, the it's case. It's either a Christian person or assholes who do all these stupid podcasts <laughs> you know, that nobody I'm, listens to. I wouldn't be surprised if I'm the only non-Christian person to ever see this entire movie. <laughs> ever. So I don't know. They probably, there's probably out there someone has uh, tied down a Jewish <laughs> person and made them watch this in a weird effort to convert them. I guess maybe, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would be a very weird effort. But uh, Yeah, well, a, like, do you imagine that uh, you're a high school kid. You're invited to a party mm-hmm. from the. Well, I don't I've know, never been in that situation. But from yeah. like some cool kids, and you're like, oh, these cool white kids are really nice. They invited me to this special party. <laughs> wow, why are they white? <laughs> well, because a smash cut, the party ends up, you're in the basement. Everybody's looking at you weird. They start a movie. And you're like, oh, I hope it's a spooky, scary movie. And in a way, it mm-hmm. is spooky, scary, because <laughs> the movie they're showing you is. Uh, surviving, saving, saving Christ- Christmas. Not surviving. Surviving Christmas, Christmas is a different. Film. I mean, Christmas with the cranks. <laughs> so Jingle you get up to way. leave. You get up to leave. Uh, you don't want to watch this movie, and you find the basement door is locked, mm-hmm. and there's like sixteen hungry kids down there. <laughs> hungry <laughs> what for you- your flesh. Yeah, or pizza rolls. Who knows? <laughs> kids so love both of them. 
so there's a little slot at the bottom of the door. That's where mom can slip the tray with pizza rolls on it. Or perhaps a go-gurt. Or, uh, I don't know if those slot's wide enough for the uh, Sam's Club size go-gurt <laughs> containers. Club. Like Why are they the Sam's Club size? She just gives you the it's individual... Because of the value, dude. Yeah, come no, on. No, but then you How take... Much do you think she's made of uh, money? Then you take the individual sleeves of go-gurt out of that, and you slide it under the door. No, we get in trough size, because we're a hungry be, family of six kids. You're gonna be, you're gotta be transferring it to a smaller package at some point, or else you lose the go aspect of Gogurt, <laughs> which is that it's mobile, and you can eat it on the go. I don't know. I think if you put the trough on a skateboard, and then the six kids kind of like shimmy along the side <laughs> next to it, I You're not getting your steps on your your Fitbit counter. <laughs> Certainly not. But look, I mean, the point. You either you better either be on the go drinking it from a sleeve or sitting down playing the ancient game of Go. Mm-hmm. Sure. Or it is not Gogurt. Yeah. But whether you have Gogurt or yogurt, the important thing is the Gurt. <laughs> we can all agree <laughs> yeah, on that. Sure, Gurt is where it's at. <laughs> uh, how, the dinosaur. How in a world where they were. Tra-